Hi, everyone. Welcome to You Belong Here. I'm your host, Beth Ruffin. And if you've ever struggled with understanding your place in the world, I'm so glad you're here. I'm your guide for getting unstuck and showing up for yourself. Each week, we'll discuss actionable steps you can take to insist on yourself, ignite yourself to action, and create meaningful impact in your life. If you're ready for a life-changing transformation, grab a notebook and a pen and get ready. And in case no one has told you today, you belong here. Welcome back to another episode of You Belong Here with Beth Ruffin. Today's guest is Sherry Jones. And Sherry and I have known each other for years now. Oh, we met through Toastmasters. So we met through Toastmasters. And then we started our entrepreneurial journeys around the same time. And that has just brought us closer. Sherry, you've been such a light in my life whether it's something you've posted or whether it's time we've spent together or advice. And so I'm really happy to have you here. Sherry, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. That just warmed my heart. And I feel the same about you. You are such a bright light and it's such an encouragement to me as well. So it's definitely a blessing to be here with you today. I'm happy you're here. So can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yes. Well, as she said, I'm Sherry Jones. And at my core, I'm an encourager. And I love to encourage people. I love to uplift and support people. And um, my main mission is to talk about the power of our words and to talk about speaking life, because I believe we have a choice every day to speak life or to speak death over ourselves. And we have to make the choice to speak life. Now, for me, speaking life is taking your negative words and thoughts and transforming them into positive ones rooted in the word of God. Um, because I am a Christian. And so I do incorporate the word of God in the things that I share. But my business is Sherry Speaks Life LLC. And everything I do is centered around that power of speaking life. I am a certified Christian life coach, an author, a speaker. And I'm also the host of Sherry Speaks Life podcast, where I help my audience to make speaking life a lifestyle, because I believe that you can incorporate speaking life in every area of your life. That's kind of me. I love it. You also you also have a family that oh yes, okay. we're kind of in the same stage in life with our children. <laughs> yes, yes. I have a 15 year old son, and she has a 15 year old daughter. Um, I'm a wife. Um, I have two bonus daughters as well that are adults, and um, they are all my heart. You know, that's my first ministry is my family, and um, I really love. Absolutely awesome. So, why do you think I love? your mission and your ministry around speak life, because it's absolutely true that the power of life and death is in our tongue. Why do people not do this? Or do we even realize that we're not speaking life to ourselves? Yeah, I think often we don't realize because we're just so used to, unfortunately, our world is so full of negativity. It's so full of negative messages that we're bombarded with day in and day out, and particularly as well with social media. Now, social media is wonderful. I love social media. I'm on there a lot. But a lot of times social media can cause you to compare yourself to someone else. It tells you the standard of who you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to look like. So if you don't look a certain way, if you don't sound a certain way, if you don't act a certain way, then all of a sudden you feel like you're less than. And I say that's a lie. Okay. <laughs> we know that's a lie from the pits of hell. That is not true. You are powerful. You are wonderful. You are wonderfully and fearfully made as the world tells us. 
But because of those messages that we get day in and day out, it's easy for us, us to slip into not speaking life and to speaking death over ourselves. Just even something simple as, oh, I can't do that. Or, oh, I'm not good enough. Or, oh, I'm not worthy because I'm not like this person or that person. That's speaking death over yourself. And so we have to be intentional about speaking life. And we have to make it a practice, a daily practice. I'm, I'm not perfect. I still slip up into those negative thinking myself. And some people call it stinking thinking. I still slip into that myself and I have to remind myself and I have to speak life to myself daily. And so I think that's part of the reason why we don't speak life. What does speaking life look like? Speaking life looks like taking your thoughts captive. So those negative thoughts, um, so that negative self-talk that comes to your mind and taking it and transforming it into the opposite. So say, for example, maybe you're having a what they call a bad hair day, right? <laughs> and so your hair is just like, oh my gosh. And so it'll start out being, oh, I'm having a bad hair day. Then it'll turn into, oh, I can't, I don't like my hair. Or, oh, I can't stand the texture of my hair. Oh, I wish I didn't have this hair. I need to have long, straight hair or whatever that case may be. You know, maybe you want curly hair. You got to start straight hair. You know, we always want the opposite of what we have. And so when those thoughts come to mind, you need to stop it and say, wait a minute. No, my hair is perfect the way that it is because this is the hair that's growing out of my head. And this is the hair that I'm intended to have. And this is what God has blessed me with. And all I need to do is just take care of it. and It will be fine. And so that's what speaking life is, is just trying to be aware. You have to have a sense of self-awareness to understand when you're slipping into those negative thoughts and being able to take those thoughts and transform them. So someone listening may say, that sounds great, but what if I don't believe those positive thoughts that you want me to say to myself? It's easy not to believe it. I mean, I totally get it. <laughs> For a long time, I didn't believe it either, but I think for me, especially, is diving into the word of God and seeking God for who he says you are. We have to see ourselves through his eyes, not our eyes. He loves us. He created us. He for, He knew us before we were in our mother's womb. That's Jeremiah 1 and 5. He knew us. He sanctified us. He created us for who we are supposed to be. And so if we focus on that and we try to study that and see ourselves through his eyes, um, then that will help us to believe and help us to have that faith in ourselves. That's beautiful. Yeah, I, was, I was talking with someone about this earlier this week and I was like, you know, God knows all of the things that I've done and he knows all of the things I will do. And he still loves me and still calls me worthy. And so who am I to say that I'm not? Exactly. And I love how that aligns. So let's talk about inclusion here because this negative, this stinking thinking, as you like to call it, <laughs> can really prevent us. It can prohibit us from feeling like we belong. And so we know that self-inclusion is the act of fostering belonging for ourselves. So when you think about how can we insist on ourselves Talk to us about how this fits into insisting on ourselves. That's a good question. Because when I looked at that question, I said, how can we insist on ourselves and our success? And that's to say yes to it. That may seem real simple. Like, okay, well, Sherry, what do you mean? You have to say yes to yourself. 
say yes to who you've been called to be, say yes to who you've been created to be, and believe that that is enough. Mm-hmm. I liken it to um, when I thought about say yes to success, I thought about, you know, the show, say yes to the dress, right? <laughs> and the brides would go into the shop and they would go into that shop with their mindset on what kind of dress they wanted. I wanted to have a mermaid train. I wanted to be strapless. I wanted to be this and that and that. And a lot of times in our lives, we have a vision of ourselves. We have a vision of what success looks like. We have a vision of who we are based on our experiences. And and some of our experiences weren't great. You know, we've had childhood trauma. We've gone through different things in our life. And so we have this vision of ourselves based on that. And so when we're going into this dress shop called life, we're thinking this is the dress that's going to fit me based on what I've been through. But then as they're shopping and they're trying on dresses, the one, the dress that they thought was going to be the perfect dress, it, it just doesn't fit. It's not what they thought it was going to be, right? So then the person in the shop can see beyond that. So that's like God. God can see beyond. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. God can see beyond yeah. what we see, right? And so they pull this dress out and say, try this. Now, the bride is like, that is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Why are you bringing this dress to me? This is a hot mess. I don't like this dress. It looks horrible hanging on the hanger. They think it's just going to be a mess. But then when they put that dress on, Mm. it's the perfect fit. And so that's where we have to say yes to what it is that God has for us. We have to say yes to the plan and the purpose that he has in our lives. And it may not be what we think. And it may not be how we think it's going to happen. The process may not be how we think it's going to happen, but it's the perfect fit. So I think if we seek him and we look for our purpose and we insist on our success based on his vision for us, then we're going to find that perfect fit. Let the church set amen and pass the offering plate. You're right. We have such limited vision. We're only able to see what's immediately in front of us. We don't have the full picture. And so it can be very easy to get discouraged. And with that limited view that we have and say, well, I don't belong. Or this isn't for me. You know, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. But like you said, and like your your plaque behind you says, walk by faith and not by sight. Exactly. Right. That. God has, God knows the perfect fit. God has the whole view. And so we have to say yes. And most times, correct me if I'm wrong, most times we have to say yes before we've seen the final result. Exactly. Talk to us about that. Yeah, yeah, we do. We have to say yes to the journey. That's what we're saying yes to. We don't know what the end is going to be. We don't know the twists and the turns and the ups and downs that we're going to go through. Like Beth mentioned before, we're both entrepreneurs. When we first said, okay, yes, Lord, I'm going to start this business. (laughs) We had no idea what that was going to look like. (laughs) We had no idea to the journey, the ups and the downs, them days that you almost want to give up. You're about to cry and fall apart. And then them days you're like, okay, no, I got this. I can do this. I can do this. So when we're saying yes, We're saying yes to the plan and the purpose and the journey that God is going to take us through. And we're going to have some difficult times, but 
what we have to do is take the lessons from those difficult times because no time is perfect. No situation is perfect, but we're all going to have to take that journey. But we have to say yes to that journey because we don't want to be kicking and screaming. And you know how a kid doesn't want to go. It's time to leave the store and the parents trying to like, no, come on, come on. I got, I'm, I'm about to take you to the water park. Right. But the yeah. child don't know yeah. they're going to the water park. They just want to stay in the store because they were having fun in the store. Stop having fun in the store and let God take you to that water park. Yes, <laughs> I love that. You, know you just got to trust him and, and go on the journey. Say yes Jonah. Come on, Jonah. Yeah, exactly. That's an example <laughs> as well, Jonah. And he was in that whale for three days. That's right. Because <laughs> he was kicking and screaming. Being and hard headed. What God told him to do. Yeah. I love I this. I love what you say. Say yes to the journey. My, I, I have a friend who always says to her son, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey, right? Because we can be so hyper-focused on the end and we miss all of the beauty that comes during that journey. So once we've said yes, then how do we now ignite ourselves to action? That part is realizing that it's not just about you. It's really not about you at all, Okay. <laughs> We think it's all about us, but it's really not. It's about who we're called to serve. It's about who we're called to bless. And when we realize that when we don't say yes to the journey, when we let fear, when we let self-sabotage, when we let negative self-talk, we let all of these things, doubt, worry, confusion, all this stuff stop us, then we're not just blocking our own blessings, but we're blocking someone else's. There is someone else that's waiting for what you have to offer. There's someone else that's waiting for those gifts and those talents that God has poured into you, your perspective, your voice. And, and that's another thing with the comparison thing. We think, say you're called to write a book. We think, oh, there's so many books out there. Who wants to read my book? Somebody needs your book. Someone needs your story. Someone needs your voice. Um, you know, a podcast like Beth and I both have podcasts. I'm so excited to be on hers right now. We're using our voices. And so when you realize that what God has given you and what he's poured inside of you, that he wants you and needs you to pour out, that it's not for you, it's for someone else. Then that should, I would say, or, or can ignite you to move forward in what it is that he is calling you to do because you realize that is not about you. It's not about how you look. It's not about how you sound. It's not about any of those thoughts about yourself, but it's about who you are supposed to reach. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the main purpose. And one of the questions I hear very often is people say, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know my purpose. How do I figure this out? How do I determine that? So what is your advice to those people who have that question? I would say, see God. He's the one that knows. <laughs> right? I mean, we can we can try to guess. Um, we can try to you know do different things, but in order to really know what your purpose is and what you've been called to do, seek the person that created you to do it. Mm. You know, spend that time, sit with him, pray, study the word. Um, there's spiritual gift tests out there um, that you can take, and and just kind of just to get a glimpse or an idea of what type of gifts you have. Um, look at the things that you're good at. Um, look at the things that 
ignite your mind, that excite you, the things that you're passionate about? Um, how is it that you like to show up in the world? And some of that will help you to find your purpose. Um, but ultimately, God is the only one that can tell you your purpose, what your purpose is. Yeah, I often think I've heard this analogy a long time ago. And it was like, you know, let's say I get a new electronic gadget and I'm all excited and I open it up. I don't really know how to use it. Well, what am I going to do? I'm going to consult the user's manual, the user's guide, because the person who created that gadget will tell me how to use it. Exactly. And so I think of that the same with us is that the word of God is our user's manual, but we also have access to the creator so that he can, can impart and tell us how we should be using our gifts exactly. and our talents in the world. Because then that will lead to impact. So talk to us about, you know, I'm a firm believer that we should have impact wherever we go. What does that look like? How does that tie to speaking life? Well, the way I think about it is that we need to make impact where, where we're called. Who is the person or the group of people that, you are called to impact. Who is going to be drawn to your voice? Who's going to be drawn to the gifts and the talent that you have? And if you impact that one person or that group of people, then they'll impact somebody else. Then they'll impact someone else. They'll impact one as somebody else. And so your yes to just reach out to that one person or impact that one group of people can impact thousands, can impact millions. And that's how we impact the world. And the speaking life part is to just remind yourself that you are making an impact because sometimes when we're deep in it, you know, we're in the struggle, we're grinding and hustling and all that stuff, which we don't really supposed to be doing all that. We supposed to just allow the Lord to show us, <laughs> but we're in there and we're working. We may feel like all of our work is in vain. Nobody's watching my stuff. Nobody's listening to my stuff. Nobody's reading my book. Nobody's, you know, all of this kind of stuff. But when you think about the fact that you're out there and you're sharing, maybe no one's seeing it now, but they might see it a year from now. They might see it two months from now. They might see it a week from now, exactly at the time that they need it. So you are making an impact and you just have to stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Do what you are called to do. Don't try to veer off to somebody else's lane, trying to figure out what they're doing and, and all this kind of stuff. If you're driving, you need to be laser focused on the road, right? If I take my eyes off the road and then I go into somebody else's lane, I'm causing an accident. Everybody is a whole bunch of stuff. People could get hurt because I'm not focused on my lane. And so I say that's the best way to make an impact. Just stay in your lane. Do what God is calling you to do and understand that it is impact. Because if he called you to do it, he called you to do it for a reason. Yes. Yeah. A plan and a purpose behind everything that you do. That's right. God is not accidental. He is extremely intentional. And you're Very. absolutely right. And sometimes we won't even know that we've made an impact on someone. Mm -hmm. That's true. So we can be sometimes very blessed for people to come back and say, oh my gosh, this is what your words have meant. You've helped me do this. But I would wager to say that more times than not, we won't know. 
But we have to believe and trust that when we're walking in our purpose, that it is purposeful and it's creating an impact. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because even with me, sometimes like um, with my broadcast, you know, um, Sherry Speaks Life, I go live for my podcast and there are people that will come to me and be like, oh, yeah, I really love your show. (laughs) Never commented, Mm. never liked. But they watch it. Oh, yeah, I watch all the time. Mm -hmm. You do not know if you are out there and you're being consistent and you're showing up. Somebody is watching. That's right. And and so just know that. Just know, like Beth said, you may never know. I just happened to come across that person and they said it to me. But you will never know who you're touching and who you're impacting. They may never reach out to you, but just know that you're making a difference. That's right. And lately, um, I have been extremely intentional and tuned in when someone comes to mind. I make a concerted effort to reach out. So if I'm like working and somebody's name comes to my mind, I'm like, okay, let me just reach out. And I'll just say, hey, how's it going? And I'm noticing that they're like, oh my goodness, you know, that they're needing to talk with someone or maybe it's one little piece of something I said. They're like, I really needed to hear that. Mm -hmm. And so also be open to those in the moment times, but that requires you to be connected. That requires you to be listening, right? To be open, but don't take those times for granted either because they have been proving to me that God can use me right in the spot. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That is so good. And that is so true because, you know, you never know what a kind word can do, you know, speaking life to others, even a smile. When you're out and about in a grocery store, you never know the people that you may impact just by smiling, just by saying hi. You know, there's so many people that are overlooked, that are just walked over, that nobody even acknowledges them. And just you saying hi could turn that person's life around. Like Beth said, you know, just reaching out to that person, that person come to your mind. It could be somebody you hadn't talked to in years. But if they come to your mind, they came to your mind for a reason. Reach out. And you just never know what impact you can make on that person. That's that's a powerful way to speak out to others. And you know what you're saying? Kindness is free. It doesn't cost us anything. Um, it, I mean, I, I remember I called. It was a bill I was paying. And I ha- I called them. And she was like, oh, how are you? I was like, I'm great. How are you today? And she was so shocked. She was like, oh, uh, well, I, I'm great. Thanks for asking. You know, people, I guess, never had asked her or don't typically, but it's like, what did that cost me? Now, what it also did, you know, she gave me superior service too, right? Yeah, see, see, (laughs) to see the benefits, the benefits (laughs) of being being nice. Um, And and that reminds me too, I remember I called um, about a bill or something and the lady had to call me back and I missed the call. And so she listened to my voicemail. I can't even remember what my voicemail says right now, y'all, but I know it says something about speaking life or something probably. And she left me a message and was like, thank you so much. That voicemail, your voicemail is so powerful and impacted me. And that just made my day. Thank you so much. Wow. You don't know. You just sat down to record a voicemail and didn't know the impact. So I love this conversation and I love how you talk about speaking life. So when I think of insisting and igniting, it's about speaking life to myself When I think of impacting, I think of speaking life to others. 
That's put that right together with a nice little bow. I like Listen, that. I, I like to tie it on up now. <laughs> Sherry, thank you so much for joining me today. If you can, tell the people if they want to learn more about you or connect with you, where should they go online to find you? I am on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Sherry Speaks Life. Make that very simple for you. And then my website is SherrySpeaksLife.com. So please, please connect with me. I would love to hear from you. I'm on the website, SherrySpeaksLife.com. You can listen to the podcast. You can learn about my coaching program, my books. It's kind of like a one-stop shop there with all my information. Um, But definitely connect with me on social media. Send me a message. I would love to hear from you. Awesome. And when is your podcast air? It is. Well, I'm on hiatus right now at the time of this recording, but by the time it's out, it'll be back. Um, Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is when I go live. And then the audio is dropped the following week on your favorite podcast platform. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, folks. Please go out and connect with Sherry so that you can continue on this journey of saying yes and speaking life to yourself and others. We hope you have a wonderful day and we'll talk with you next week. You Belong Here with Beth Ruffin is a production of The Everyday Inclusionist and can be found wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow, subscribe, share, and leave a review. If you have a question you'd like me to address, send an email to info at bethruffin.com. Thank you.